Every morning I notice commuters standing on the same section of the platform, trying to grab a seat in the same carriage as yesterday. What sheep, I thought to myself, until I realized the irony. We humans like to think we're totally spontaneous, yet we take great comfort in routine and predictability. The fewer surprises, the better. The same is true of our businesses. Unfortunately, they've all just woken up semi-naked, handcuffed to a lamppost with grass-stained knees and wearing lipstick. Wow, did Nigel and Account see that one coming? Hi Heidi and hi Brent! Hello. So, um, last week we did this. We're doing it again. Another case study. Is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah. It seems like since we're hitting sort of the middle of the year, asking where people are tracking on and where they're coming to. Okay. A couple of our clients are also coming to the end of their fiscal years, so they're planning forward for the next year. So it seemed like an interesting point to look at some of their results. And, and what are you seeing in these results? that much as we're not still in the pandemic as such, things are bonkers. <laughs> that would be the professional assessment. They're still bonkers. Look at the airports, I'm yeah, telling yes. you. Factual assessment. When yeah. we send them their invoice inside the invoice, it just says you're bonkers. <laughs> not really. So, so, uh, so what makes them well, bonkers then? What, what's their problems? Well, and, and it's not necessarily their problem. What they're dealing with is an environment that is not stable. I think we're all dealing with that. Right. Stability is not the word of the week or month or year. Right. Predictability. Uh, I think everyone would kill for just a smidge of predictability. Yeah, I'd love to know what's going to happen next month. And businesses are, are and not this one happens to be a nonprofit, they're dealing with the same thing. How do I plan for next month when I have no idea what happened next week? Right, right. How can I go forward? We kind of talked about this in strategic planning when we talked about yes, that and yeah. looking at an inverse of strategic planning. And this is a nonprofit we've worked with for about three and a half years. Yeah, quite a while. July 1 is always the beginning of their fiscal year. Of course, the board always wants to know, so what's your strategic plan for this year? How and, are we going to spend our money? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for a CEO, it's sort of damned if I know. Yeah. It's not too useful. The demands of that nonprofit, they haven't gone down. I'm sure there's still people in no. need, if not more. So what are the issues that you're sort of facing and having to deal with within the organization? It's kind of an interesting environment because I would say the need has not gone away. The need to be committed to serving your population, if anything, has become more important because we have so much unpredictability. Right. At least for the nonprofits we're working with, we work with several. In general, their funding streams have not died down. Right. That was going to be my next question, whether... A yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting because some of those predictable structures are decent, are dependable, are predictable. But there's this whole swath of other things that you can't plan with. The demand for their services is still there. They've got the finances. So what's the bit that's causing the problem? In that scenario where there's an input and an output, in that scenario there are things that fluctuate in the middle. Yeah. The cost of your goods or services 
that you give to the community. The availability is going up and, down. and ability to perform right. those services right. is sometimes can, very kitty wampus. Yeah. Can you plan <laughs> that? Can you tell the board, well, it's going to cost us $150,000 to do X this year when inflation and all other goods have been going up, services, everything. The other part of that is what if some of your staff leaves? What if somebody leaves the organization or you no longer need someone or you need someone new to support this entire endeavor? And that's kind of what yeah. we're working with. They're dealing with the inflationary issues of supporting their community and they're dealing with the organization is continuing to grow. And how do you adjust the organization while balancing the inflationary and balancing what the board wants to know about stability and an unstable environment. Yes. There's so many different things in the middle. Yeah, just yeah. It's that. just that ability for the organization to function. Yeah. And, and interesting, many leaders of nonprofits also have day jobs. Yes. This isn't their only job. So that's impacting them also. And so we did this real inverse modeling with them. Usually your strategic plan is in four years, we want to be here. We've kept that embedded as the idea of there's this city on the hill. Oz. Back to Oz. Back you're to going Oz. to Oz. <laughs> you're, you're, you've got Oz on the hill. That's what you're targeting. Right. And this organization does have its Oz that it's trying to get to. In standard strategic planning, you would break that out into chunks and how many miles is it down the road and what do we need to do to get there? And all of that is, I think, worthless blather at this point. Right, because too much can change. Yeah, it's a waste of your time. Yeah. What we've done is we've asked the CEO to look at what the biggest risks are in this year, which in his position... Number one, it's the, what are your obligations for the year? You also have a day job. How are you running this organization? What are the hurdles and the challenges you see there? Right. That has an initial analysis, which basically assesses, what's your capacity to do this? In the next level outward, we've asked him to look at the people in your organization who perform these operations. Three of them are ripe to leave and will most likely in this year leave, which is a problem with an organization that has 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is just outlive their, I don't want to say usefulness because the human is still useful, but the position is no longer necessary because the organization has grown away from that. So okay. one of them is just natural attrition based on mission. Right. The mission's changed, therefore that person's... The mission's changed. We don't necessarily need you. Another one is that they just aren't at the level they need to be to perform at the level this individual needs them to be at. Right. So there's some changing going yeah. on. But both of these individuals are pretty much looking at separating on their own. They are looking at my lifespan within this organization is over. I want new challenges. Right. So none of these are contentious exits. But if all three of them left in one month, it would be bad. Yeah. That's a, in this climate, again, like we were talking about, the, the uncertainty, one of those, of course, is finding those employees to fill those boots. Yep. Yeah. And that's where this becomes more of a risk mitigation 
version of planning. So we did the internal discussion of what are your limitations and needs. And we looked at the staffing. Does this staff fulfill those needs for you? Found that three of those people will be exiting. And then it's a question of let's not refill those positions in a desperate mad scramble. Right. Let's not backfill those positions with like for like because like for like does not get you to Oz. Yeah. And we're still looking at getting to Oz eventually. Do you put your long-term relationship with this organization down to the fact that you can you understand them really well. You can be more bold in your solutions in the execution of do you feel that, are they the benefits of being with a client for a long period of time, do you think? Uh, I, I think they reap the benefit as we do also. Yes. We reap, yeah. They reap the benefit of us understanding where they've been and yeah, yeah. being able to see their vision of Oz. We know yeah. you're going to Oz, <laughs> got it. <laughs> we understand that, we get it, and we're going to help you get there. Yes. Uh, Whatever it takes. One of the challenges with a small organization, if you lose one individual, okay, maybe everybody else can take up the slack. You lose two, it's a little harder to spread that work across who's left. You lose three, and that's a gap in processes and things that will happen. Well, there's a certain dynamic. There's a certain social aspect. There's everything. I mean, and you have to hold the culture and that motivation together. Yeah, with yeah. new people. And th- there's actually, and the personalization that you're calling out that is this small family is an upside downside that we really struggle with with them, which is one of the reasons that we wanted to go through this strategic planning risk mitigation early because the tendency when you have the friends and family plan of a small culture is, oh, let me hire my cousin to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I met the best person. This is the best person. I got to hire him right now. I met this person. So fun. Greatest cocktail party. Have to hire them. I was going to say, I was absolutely hammered and so were they, but they're brilliant. Yeah. And that's the that's one of those key values of putting this up front of let's look at this from a growth perspective of you still want to get to Oz and what yeah. do you need in this role? Because you wrote down on piece of paper A what your limitations are. And we know that this person is leaving and that this person didn't really fulfill the role that you need to get to Oz. So yeah. let's define that based on facts and not what your cousin in Amsterdam can do. Yeah, we've seen it too many times where leaders will say, I found the purple unicorn with the mohawk. I got him. (laughs) This is going to solve all my problems. And it usually lasts about 90 days and they come back and say, well, that didn't work out. But I met someone else at a different cocktail (laughs) party. I found a different (laughs) unicorn. Yeah, the more efficiently these organizations work, the better it is for absolutely everyone. And of course, the recipients of that charitable work and that donation. Yeah, and, and it's wonderful. We do a lot of nonprofit work because we believe in what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we want to help them get to Oz yeah. uh, to support their community. Thank you very much for that. And um, what have we got to look forward to next week, Heidi? 
let's give you same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Isn't that isn't a that, line from a song? Talking heads, isn't it? Yes. Same as it ever was. Same, same as, as it, it ever was. was. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to that. Take care. Have a great week. All see right, you next we'll see week. See you next week.